Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Liberty on Fire podcast, quick hits and a news episode. So today is, what is it, April 21st. And there's a couple of things I want to talk to you guys about. Number one, so the whole idea of this Mueller report, should it be released in full or not, redacted? Well, I probably differ in uh, most people's opinions on this because I think there's going to be, you know, probably many Republicans that, you know, think Trump should be protected. Maybe there's some dirt in there. Who knows? Who cares? I, I think the whole thing should be released. After all, my tax dollars paid for the entire report. Government has no money of its own. It has to take money from the people to do all this useless crap. So might as well release the whole report. I won't read the whole thing. Maybe I'll skim it, or I'll probably just listen to some other podcast who has the time to read the whole damn report and see what's in there. But yeah, I think the whole report should go out, regardless if it's damaging to Trump or not. I don't think it matters. I think overall, it's going to be damaging to the government. And that would be a plus, in my opinion. To see the amount of time and money that these people wasted uh, for the past two years doing absolutely nothing. You know, picking through, uh, I guess, all maybe the interviews and the uh, subpoenas they had. and the P- I mean, it's just ridiculous the amount of money they spent. I think they knew probably within the first couple of weeks that there was no evidence of impeachment, but they kept, or not impeachment, sorry, no evidence of, no evidence of uh, Russian collusion. But they kept it going and going and going, and I'm sure for political reasons, because they figure, well, if uh, even if he didn't collude with the Russians, maybe we can find something on this guy that we can, you know, give to the Democrats to impeach him. Well, whatever. It, it's really not that important. I, I think the smarter and more seasoned Democrats uh, know that they should not go down the impeachment route. Yes, he is an immoral person, the president. However, he got elected by a, uh, I guess, a larger number of people than uh, wanted Hillary elected. I mean, the popular vote went to Hillary, but the popular vote is a whole bunch of stupid people voting. So what are you going to do with that? The Electoral College went in Trump's favor. So enough people did come out and vote for him that wanted him in office. They're not going to sit well with an impeachment process based on nothing. So, yes, if the impeachment process is based on Trump is a bad person, I think it's going to do the Democrats more damage than good. And I think the higher-up Democrats, like Nancy Pelosi and the the ones who have been around forever, the smarter ones, uh, Chuck Schumer, um, they know this. And so they know to go for impeachment is not going to work out in their favor. And you could see some of the new or younger Democrats, the, you know, the really dumb and, and uh, unseasoned ones like uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. Of course, she's still in favor of impeachment. So, yeah, she really wants some kind of radical change. She wants it now. She can't wait. She's an impatient child. But Nancy Pelosi knows better. She remembers what happened when the Republicans 
went after the impeachment for uh, Bill Clinton. It damaged them. It damaged the Republicans after that, that long trial and the, that long process. So since the Mueller report ended up showing absolutely nothing leading to that whole collusion uh, made-up story, Nancy Pelosi and the smarter Democrats are smart enough to, hold, to drop the whole idea. Okay, so honestly, I think the senior Democrats are going to end up pulling aside the people like AOC and say, hey, cut it out. We're not going to go for impeachment. It's not going to happen. There's not enough there. Even if Trump did something weird on his taxes or his tax forms, and I mean, come on. He's a real estate billionaire. Of course, he's been paying probably less taxes than most of the American population. But that's not Trump's fault, right? That's the, that's the fault of the big-time businesses and donors who give money to politicians to get themselves favorable tax preferences. And I don't blame businesses for doing that. I think everybody should be paying less taxes or as little as possible. But yeah, that's where that comes from. And of course, Trump just passed a new tax bill in 2018, which is highly favorable towards people in the real estate business. Makes sense, right? He's a real estate billionaire, and he's going to put forth a tax code that's favorable to his business. Okay, so who didn't see that one coming? But the tax code is not an easy-to-understand system. This is not meant to be something that anybody can figure out themselves. There's a huge accounting lobby that wants to keep the tax code as difficult and confusing as possible. I mean, if they had like a flat 10% tax that everybody paid that you couldn't get out of, I mean, would you really need an accountant at that point? Probably not. Anyway, so impeachment, I think, is really off the table. And the crazies like AOC and uh, I think Maxine Waters, I think those two are probably the runner-ups for the, the dumbest people in Congress right now. I mean, Maxine Waters has been talking about impeachment for the past three years. She was talking about impeachment before Donald Trump got elected. I don't understand how this lady is a uh, member of Congress, but anyway... That's people from California for you. So I wanted to get those two things out of the way, and then I wanted to talk about something that I think is kind of really, really dumb. The students at Georgetown. I don't know what the hell they're doing, what they're thinking. So Georgetown University, these students just voted themselves an increase in their tuition price per semester of 27 bucks. Why did they do that? Well, this is to pay for reparations for the university apparently selling some slaves back in the day for a few bucks or for whatever it was. So think about this. Let me get, let's get this straight. You have kids paying money to some sort of fund to pay for something the university did over 100 years ago. None of these kids were alive. None of these kids' parents were alive. Why the hell are they responsible for something that happened or the university did over a hundred years ago. Does that make any sense to anybody? The, the mind meld that the university and I guess people in the media have pulled on these kids is just ridiculous. The, the amount of white guilt that people have to come up with uh, 
paying for somebody else's crimes, does that make any sense whatsoever? I mean, the tuition at Georgetown is about $52,000 a year. $52,000. Are you trying to tell me that you couldn't take a few bucks out of that tuition that these kids or these kids' parents are already paying and send that into some sort of a fund to pay some, you know, some reparations to some family member of a former slave that was sold? I mean, come on, this, the, the, the balls on this freaking university to do this is just crazy. And then here's the, here's the kicker that I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about. All these big universities have endowments. The Georgetown University Endowment is about $1.6 billion, billion with a B. These kids are going to contribute, what is it, like 50 bucks a year to some sort of a fund? Georgetown could pay for all these kids' tuitions every year and still have plenty of money. But the, the university is going to allow these kids to increase or vote them vote themselves an increase in their tuition to pay a, for a, some sort of a, a crime that wasn't even a crime 100 years ago there, and that the university committed that none of these kids and these uh, kids' parents were alive? Why should they pay for it? Does that make any sense to anybody? Let me define some generations for you here. So I had to look this up because I don't remember any of this stuff. So baby boomers are considered the generation that was born between 1944 and 64. So currently in 2019, they're somewhere between 55 and 75 years old. Uh, Generation X, that's me, I'm in Gen X, was born between 1965 and 1979. And so you're currently between 40 and 54 years old. And then you have Gen Y, which are the millennials. And this is people born between... 1980 and 1994, so they're currently between 25 and 39 years old. So now we get to the new college kids, which are Gen Z. So Generation Z was born between 95 and 2015, currently between 4 and 24 years old. Okay, so that fits right in with the college crowd. Why is Gen Z so stupid? Why do they have so much guilt about stuff they, their parents, and probably their grandparents didn't even do. It's ridiculous. I think the whole idea of reparations is ridiculous as well. None of us were alive when this stuff happened, and it was legal when it happened. Yes, it was horrible. It was an atrocity. But slavery didn't just exist in America. I mean, everybody was, I guess, essentially a slave at one point throughout the entire world. I mean, that, that's how countries or groups of people actually accumulated any sort of wealth. They went and took over another country, beat the hell out of them, probably killed thousands of people, and then they took their gold, they took their food, and they took, they took people as slaves. This has been happening for thousands of years. Thousands of years. This is nothing new. Only in the past... 200 years have people been waking up and be like, yeah, slavery is not really a good thing. Well, of course it's not a good thing. If you believe in individual liberty, yeah, it's, it's a horrible thing. But slavery has been going on forever. Why should people nowadays, people born in the past 18 years, 
be paying some sort of reparations for something that happened 150 years ago. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I think if, if you can trace something that was stolen from you or from your family, uh, some sort of heirloom that was passed down maybe generations and generations that somebody stole, kind of like where you know, the Nazis stole a lot of things from the Jews in Europe. If you can trace that back and prove ownership, you should get that back. And if there are any you know, Nazi families alive that are well off, that you can trace back to being, I guess, involved or around during the time of when they were, you know, killing and stealing from the Jews, yeah, they should, they should have to pay something. But in our case, or at least in the case of the United States, uh, or let's say nobody alive now has ever had a slave, nobody's parents has ever had a slave, and nobody's grandparents have ever had a slave. So how far back are we supposed to try to trace people's families to figure out is like, oh, maybe 150, 200 years ago, you owned a slave and you owe money. And then how far back can we actually trace people who might have been slaves? I mean, what if you're already rich? What if you're LeBron James and you can trace things back and maybe a family member of his 200 years ago was a slave? Should we give LeBron James some money? I mean, he's already a multimillionaire. I think this whole circus becomes a ridiculous act that some people in government would love to be involved in because it would probably involve creating some sort of new government program, some sort of, you know, government reparation program. They would have to hire hundreds of people to try to figure all this stuff out. And there's nothing like a government program that can self-perpetuate itself for uh, in perpetuity. I mean, when was the last time you've seen a, a government program go away? This doesn't happen. Government programs are designed to take your money and then not actually accomplish the goals it's set out to do, but constantly ask for more and more resources and more money to not actually fix the problem or accomplish anything. I mean, look at the, the war on welfare, uh, the, or not the war on welfare, the war on poverty. Remember that started in like the 60s? Still have plenty of poverty. They haven't done a pretty good. They haven't done a good job at all with that, have they? So, I mean, what we have today are people pushing this white guilt narrative to the point where these innocent kids are willing to pay money for something they had no involvement in whatsoever. I think it's a shame that the university actually let this happen. I think Georgetown should have been like. We appreciate you guys doing this and uh, the, the great students of our university to vote for this act of kindness and to pay out a reparation to some people that we've wronged in the past. But you know what? We're going to pay it ourselves. Keep your money. But no, Georgetown University didn't do that. I think the parents of these students should be outraged by this. Whatever money these parents were going to give to the university, they should call up and be like, well, if you... Don't fix this situation. That's the last check you're ever going to get. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today in this quick hits and news segment. Please check out our website, libertyonfire.org, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.